Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Stephen Zhang Show, episode 18. Uh, we have a packed episode, Eric. Uh, we'll be talking NFL draft, giving our reactions to the picks. Uh, we'll be talking about the sticky situation in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. And of course, we'll be talking the Montreal Canada as they try and tie the Winnipeg Jets third in the North Division. But first, Eric, you thought I was going to say roll it, but no, we're actually going to go to our first sponsorship uh hot streak fantasy uh this is a really cool fantasy app um so this episode is brought to you by hot streak fantasy the best in play fantasy app on the market you pick two to three players in the nba while you're watching Mm -hmm. your favorite teams and you watch them make you some money hot streak is matching your initial deposit as a bonus so get hot streak fantasy app now eric you love this app i love this app tell us a little bit about it so it's very simple so you just press on new entry and then it gives you a bunch of like games that are happening today. So right, so it's, it's only for basketball. So there's a bunch of games, mm-hmm. and then you you get to pick two or three players, and then they have their points. Like let's say Jared Allen has fourteen point five, Kevin Love has thirteen point five, and then you get to pick over or under, and then uh, it'll give you uh, like an like a uh, you get to choose over or under, and then it says uh, your amount and then your mm-hmm. balance. Super simple, yeah. Quick way to make way, uh, make money if you know basketball. Or even if you don't, like, it's a quick way to, like, interact with the Definitely. The it's, it speaks for itself, the app. It's quick and easy, exactly. and it really is simple and quick and easy. So, mm-hmm. guys, make sure to download Hot Streak Fantasy app. Check it out. Make an account and just get get going on making some money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Eric, let's get right into the episode. But first, roll it! Welcome back to the Shtib Zang Show. I'm Shtib That's Zang. It's episode 18 Eric, um, and as we do, usually uh, we talk about our fantasy teams. And of course, our fantasy season has come to an end. Uh, Eric, um, how about you tell them how it went? Okay, well, start with me. Uh, well, I lost in the finals badly, very badly. They didn't even put up a fight. <laughs> not, not even at all. I put up a little fight. I, I took a little lead and then I just... Uh, well... But- me, I lost, as you know, in the semis, but yeah. you get to play uh, the following week to determine who comes third, and I actually won that battle, uh, so I finished the season. Third place, you finish second place. Uh, you get yourself a nice $100, though. Um, finishing second, I get nothing, I guess, uh, so shit all for third place. Just participation yeah. at this point. Exactly. Uh, in our other fantasy with our buddies, I lost in the finals. Heartbreaking. I was up all week, and then... Uh, big Thursday swung the momentum in his favor, and I ended third in that league. So it's kind of it's, it's yeah, it's the same. Literally, yeah, circle of life. Uh, it's tough. You know, we tried. We thought our teams were built for success, and that's what happens every year. Fantasy, you know, you make you put a f- competitive team forward, and you you, you end up know. losing to another better team. Sad. Hey, it was a good fan. I enjoyed it. I started the yeah, season 0-3. Fun. I'm just glad I finished, uh, you know, in the top three. That uh, was my main goal. And so, yeah, well, I'm glad you guys followed along. Sorry we couldn't <laughs> deliver. Uh, we would have liked to, uh, but we didn't. Until next year, uh, as they say. But, Eric, we have a busy episode today because we have a lot to talk about. Obviously, the NFL draft concluded. Uh, well, the first round concluded. Uh, we'll talk about that. A lot of uh, picks happen. A lot of it was a lot of funny situations. A lot of stuff, you know, that potentially we thought happened, end up happening, uh, and a lot of stuff that surprised us as well. So, without further ado, let's jump right into it. Right, 
with the uh, first two picks. Like we said last time, nothing was going to change. Was the first two picks. Exactly. Was um, Trevor Lawrence going to the Jaguars and Zach Wilson going to the Jets. And then when we were watching the draft, that's when we said the draft started at third, the 49ers. Uh, When we were predicting, I went 49ers, thought they would go with Justin Fields. You said Trey Lance, and that's actually what they ended up doing. They grabbed Trey Lance, the the Patrick Mahomes-esque type player without the strong mm-hmm. arm is how i would evaluate him mm-hmm. and uh yeah like there's no the 49ers traded up obviously four quarterbacks so we knew one of these guys were getting taken off the board exactly trey lance goes uh shanahan i'm guessing wanted a guy like trey lance improve the offense like i said this guy's a good player he reminds me of patrick mahomes without the mm-hmm. strong arm uh very mobile okay. in the pocket and uh yeah so the 49ers they grabbed themselves a gem i like the pick but what I like even better was the pick by the Atlanta Falcons picking exactly. Kyle Pitts, yeah. uh, which I absolutely love. You know, we thought there was a possibility they could have picked a, a, a quarterback uh, up here. Yeah. But obviously, um, Arthur Smith, the head coach and the GM and the whole front office decided to stick with Matt Ryan. Right. Trusted and Matt he, Ryan yeah. because I still believe Matt Ryan's a great QB in this mm-hmm. league. Um, he was an MVP in 2016, I believe. Uh and I think he still he still has it in him. He Kyle Pitts joins a wide receiving core of Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. Uh, so you know that's that's, a, that's, a, that's, that's a still a really good yeah that's a really good team. I don't know if, are they keeping Todd Gurley? I'm not sure, but if they do keep Todd Gurley, like that's I a think, good I, team. I think he was signed for two years. Was he okay? Sure. Well, I have no clue. If, if that's contract. a team. That's a really good team. And uh, Matt Ryan, because the thing is, if they drafted a quarterback there, that means they would have had to trade Julio Jones, Matt Ryan, like. If you draft a quarterback, like it just means you're rebuilding, right? Yeah. But the fact that they did draft a tight end shows that they still want to continue playing. Compete. Yeah, compete for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, Kyle Pitts is an absolute monster. Uh, he's going to be a beast in this league for a long mm-hmm. time, and so you know why not get you know tight end? I probably would have done the same thing too. So Kyle Pitts goes to the Atlanta Falcons. He joins a dangerous wide receiving core, and then we get to the Cincinnati Ooh, Bengals. There, my great. team. Yeah. Uh, the Bengals, one or two possibilities. They go with Jamar Chase. Uh, Jamar Chase is now Bengal. They pass on Penny Sowell. And let me break it down for you, Eric. There's a lot of people out there, even myself, one of them, who wanted a guy like Penny Sowell um, mm-hmm. to be that, that protector for Joe Burrow down uh, long term. Uh, but they get a guy like Jamar Chase. And I'll tell you why they got a guy like Jamar Chase, Eric. The AFC North as you know, as a yeah, Steelers well, fan, yeah. is a very competitive division, maybe mm-hmm. one of the most competitive divisions yeah. in all of football. But don't even look at the AFC North, Eric. How about you look at the AFC in general? And who are the two okay. top teams in the AFC? You got Kansas City. Exactly. Uh, yeah, Kansas City, and you got the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Uh, but I was going to say Steelers, but yeah, Buffalo Bills. Okay, the top <laughs> okay. two teams. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, those two teams. And what do those two teams love to do, Eric? They love to th- uh, throw. Yeah, love to throw. I throw the ball, right? Exactly. <laughs> That's the, I, exactly. I didn't take, you know, no trick question. They love no, to throw no. the ball. Yeah, they love exactly. to throw a ball. And how I analyze this is I'm looking at the Cincinnati Bengals, and they're looking at the AFC North in general, not their own division. And they want to mm-hmm. compete, obviously. Okay. Uh, let, let's get around one thing straight. Jamar Chase doesn't make him a Super Bowl contender. Doesn't make him a playoff lock. Of mm-hmm. course, nothing. But he is going to be a piece on this team for a long time. Okay, and okay. so the Cincinnati Bengals, they're looking long term, and they're thinking the only way we can beat Kansas City and Buffalo is if we if we build their team like them, if 
if we add pieces like theirs, if we compete okay. like them, mm. those two teams okay. love to throw the ball, right? The only way you're going to, you're going to be able to be as competitive as them is you have to be able to score too. You have to be able to throw the ball as well. And a guy like Joe Burrow, okay. Jamar yeah. Chase, I think, I think that's what they were thinking. Obviously Joe Burrow, LSU, big connection. He had a big influence on this pick, I believe. There was a for sure. Uh, for sure. Jamar Chase actually got a text the morning of the draft saying, pack your stuff. So he obviously knew he was going to be a Bengal uh, mm-hmm. at the draft. And, you know, I love both of these guys, Penn as well. I think they couldn't mm-hmm. have gone wrong with either pick. So I'm not yeah. mad that they went Jamar Chase. I mm-hmm. love Jamar Chase. I got a Jamar Chase LSU jersey. I just bought yeah. one. Wait, which, so, which color did you get, by the way? I got purple. Okay, nice. There you I go. like not purple. yellow. I, not yellow. No, no, no. The yellow Definitely one's not. too bold. Yeah, exactly. Uh, white goes with everything. White's a nice fit, but I went yeah. with purple because it's it's okay, bold, nice. but it's nice too. Uh, exactly. You can throw it over like a white hoodie or something. So yeah. I'm excited for that. I'm pumped for that. I'm pumped to watch this guy play. Oh, yeah. So that's how I see it, right? Yeah. Um, Penny Swell mm-hmm. is a beast. He's the best yeah. old lineman in this draft. Well, He's going to be great fun. on the Detroit Lions. Uh, yeah. But just Cincinnati, I think, wanted to 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 compete okay. with those higher teams. They want to compete yeah. in their division too. And they add okay. like they already had weapons like wide receiving core, of course, but now their wide receiving course is just as uh, as dangerous as okay. the likes of Buffalo's or Kansas City's. Maybe I would like to say. Okay. Um, okay. So that's what I see. That's how I see it. You okay. may see it differently. Mm, okay. But to me, uh, I like Chase, but I'm Penny Sewell, man. Uh, he, I feel like it probably would have been a better pick. If you're, you're talking about throwing the ball, but if you have a good O line. You, we kind of saw that in uh, the Super Bowl last year. If you don't yeah. have a good O line, well, True. Patrick Mahomes can't throw if, like if he's, he keeps getting rushed every time, you know. Mm-hmm. So if you're talking about throwing, like you need a good O line. Penisuel, a lot of people had him like like pegged as like some people said he was he was like the only guaranteed Hall of Famer. Like yeah. a lot of people like had like Penisuel, like he, he's already like developed, like he was already a really good O line, so couldn't go wrong with him, but. Chase uh, Jamar, uh, he actually he has a better connection. He has a good connection yeah. with Joe Burrow, and uh, he's a wide receiver. And I don't know. O- o- only time will tell. Yeah, only time will tell. Well, uh, Bengals picked a fifth. Eric uh, six, I believe. I'm getting the picks out right now because mm-hmm. my memory is uh, is is fading. Okay, I can't find it. Who had six pick after the Bengals? Was it the uh, was it the Broncos? No, it wasn't I the Broncos. I don't. I don't have. Uh, hold on, I have the picks here. The yeah, so six was sorry. The Miami Dolphins. They picked okay. Jalen Waddle, who yeah. they think is the most explosive wide receiver in the draft. Okay. You know, not it's not the worst pick. I like the pick, Jalen Waddle. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, sure. Jalen Waddle. This is clear that teams, I think, were a bit scared of Devontae Smith's yeah. size. And uh, yeah, little, yeah. obviously, he won the Heisman. You think he'd be the first wide receiver out the draft, but clearly, he was the third. So obviously, there were some teams out there that were weary of uh, his size and stuff. And I mm-hmm. think the Miami Dolphins were one of them. So they go and pick Jalen Waddle, who's also uh, the other wide receiver in Alabama, side by side Devontae Smith. So he goes to Miami. Nothing wrong with that pick. Time will only tell if Devontae Smith or him. But the only thing, yeah, the only thing with Waddle is he's always he's never been wide receiver one, right? Yeah. He's always had like either Jerry Judy or last uh, he had Devontae, Devontae Smith. Smith. Like he's always played, or even Henry Ruggs. Like he's always played mm-hmm. really good uh, wide receiver. So, but I, I've seen some highlights. Like this guy can catch up. Like he's oh, he's good. explosive. Like, oh, he's really he, good. He, 
he's good. But like we said, <laughs> the big thing in the NFL draft is time will tell exactly uh, who will be the better player. At seventh, the Detroit Lions, they pick up Penny Suel, who drops to them, of course, Absolute steal. Uh, to protect steal. Jared Goff. The Lions GM was hyped about it. There was videos like he was hyped about it. He was, yeah. You see uh, him in the draft room. He was really excited about that pick, and mm-hmm. why not? He's going to be an absolute beast. Going to mm-hmm. miss you. Number eighth goes to, um, who was it, Carolina. They pick a cornerback, J.C. Yeah. Horn. Uh you know, it was either him or Pat certain in the second, and yeah. they go actual actually back to back. The Broncos they pick up him, and here Eric was interesting. I really thought the Broncos here should have taken a QB. I really think okay. they should have went the QB direction because okay. uh, you know they pick a cornerback, which they also need, and they say they're they're you know they're okay with their guys with their group of Drew Lock and um, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater, Bridgewater. Yeah. which is okay. I mean, Drew Lock hasn't proven anything yet in the Nothing league. Uh, big wild card. Teddy Bridgewater, you know, he okay. did play for the yeah. Panthers, okay, but the Panthers, you know, weren't competitive mm-hmm. uh, this season that much. So, you know, they they miss out on a guy like Justin Fields, who I think could have really helped them out. A guy like Mac Jones. I don't know how Bronco fans are feeling. Uh, if there are any Bronco fans yeah. watching, let us know if you prefer a corner, the cornerback or the uh, the QB. Time will tell, but I really think they should have gone with the QB here. That's just my opinion. Okay. I think That's, their group right now is yeah, kind of weak. For sure. And then at 10th, originally Dallas's pick, uh, they lost their guy who wait, they wanted to I, I, th- I think you missed ninth. No, Broncos. Skip ninth. That's what I mean. Broncos. Wait, who did the ninth? Broncos the guy pick? pick had the they, they picked the cornerback, Pat Certain in the second. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, second, yeah. okay, yeah, exactly. Tenth, they're ninth, and then tenth yeah, Cowboys. They lost out on their guy because they were yeah. going to pick him. The exactly, Broncos took their exactly. guy, so they traded their pick to the Eagles, yeah. uh, who picked Devonte Smith. They pick, they trade yeah. their pick to a divisional rival, a guy who they're going to have to see uh, a lot this season. They picked Devonte Smith. The Eagles add a wide receiver, and I would say the the Giants pretty much got cheesed here, Eric, big time. Yeah. The Giants were going to pick Devonte Smith. Let For that sure. be known. Yeah. They were going to yeah. pick him up. Uh, but of course, Dallas trades their pick to the Eagles. Dallas got their didn't get their guy, and the Giants get cheese. And then what happens next? The Giants they trade their pick away because uh, they lost their guy, and they trade their pick to the Bears. Actually, Eric, yeah, the New York Giants trade their pick to the Bears, and this was yeah. this was hilarious because we were watching the draft. Yeah, we were in a Zoom call uh, yeah. with our buddy. It's actually his birthday, by the way, today. Yeah. Uh, Have you shout out to Jeff Meikle. He's a big Patriots fan. Um, and we were looking at this draft, Eric. The 11th pick was the, the Giants had him. They aren't going to take a quarterback. The mm. Dallas Cowboys had 12. They aren't going to take a quarterback. They were, yeah. The Chargers, they're not taking a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> the Jets, they're not taking a quarterback. No. And who had the 15th pick was the Patriots. So exactly. we were sitting here. We saw... Uh, the Giants had the ele- the eleventh um, pick, and we're mm-hmm. thinking, "Holy crap! Justin Fields could go to the Patriots. There is a high chance Justin Fields can go to the Patriots." And you know, our buddy was freaking out. And he's like, "Yeah, I, I really want Justin Fields." And then all of a sudden, <laughs> a trade happens, and the Bears get the trade. And that's when we all knew. We all freaked out. We were started. Yeah. We all started dying because we yeah. knew that Justin Fields. Yeah, was be <laughs> Bears traded up. We all knew, and then it, it was just so funny when uh, the Bears said his name, Justin Fields. <laughs> anyway, Mac Jones goes to the Patriots, who we thought would go to the Patriots. Bill Belichick doesn't have to trade up or anything. Mac oh, Jones yeah, falls. Exactly. Still get their quarterback. But there was a chance Justin Fields could have been the, a New England Patriot. Yeah. 
But I'll be honest, I kind of feel bad for Justin Fields, man. Because really? players are so bad at developing QBs. Like, they literally have no good – like, bro, you see what they did I with mean, Mitch yeah. Shabinsky? I don't know. I just – We'll see. I mean, the, the Bears, I think they could be a good team here. I mean, they have the defense, yeah. uh, and they didn't really have the offense, but they got their quarterback. Yeah. They have and, Allen Robinson still as a really I mean, good like, they could be a good team. Like you said, it just depends how they develop uh, Justin Fields. Hmm. Who knows what they're going to do with Andy Dalton, Justin Fields. I'd like to think mm-hmm. Fields is a starter, but they might name mm-hmm. Andy Dalton to start yeah. week one, see how he does. And if they lose the game, Fields could be the starter for the rest of the season. That's how I think it might go down. But do you think if Fields fell, do you think Patriots would have taken it up? Yes, or- 100%. 100%. You think so? 100% Bill Belichick would have taken Fields okay. over Mac okay. Jones. I think so. 100%. I, so. Uh, I mean, he was he probably, interested he probably in trading up say, for Justin Fields. That's he what probably he said. wouldn't say not, that now, though. He'd probably be like, no. yeah, Mac Jones. Yeah. But there was a report that the Patriots were uh, reportedly interested in trading up okay. for Justin Fields. And I think Bill Belichick was sitting there. He kind of hoped Justin Fields would drop to them. He was looking at who had the next picks. But, okay. of course, there was a trade up, and that ruined that. Overall, I mean, if there's any other picks after that, I mean, you know, the Dallas Cowboys, they select Micah Parsons. They, they, they try and help out their, their uh, linebackers. Mm. They miss out on their cornerback. Mm. Uh, Collins, linebacker, goes to Arizona. He need, uh, Arizona need defense. Jalen Phillips was the first edge taken off the board. I mean, there's not much else to say. A lot of, uh, I mean, your your Steelers, Steelers Najee Harris, that, that was a, uh, that was uh, a running back. Of, of course, they lose James Conner to free agency. Exactly. Uh, in Arizona, so they needed a big running back player. They pick that guy, and then Etienne goes next. And then yeah, they picked a bunch of O linemen. Yeah. But if we're not, I'm going to talk more about the Bengals here. Uh, okay. Because you were critic, you criticized the Bengals because they didn't pick an old lineman. Exactly. Well, and then in the second round, in the second round, yes. specifically though, in the second yeah. round, they pick Jackson Carmen, uh, an okay. old lineman. Okay. They pick him. They actually traded uh, eight spots back. They picked him, and this is where you know a lot of Bengal fans are torn, Eric, because you had a guy like Jackson Carmen who you take, but you also had a guy like Tevin Jenkins who was available. Tevin Jenkins, the old lineman okay. as well. Okay. Uh, Jackson Carmen's 21, Tevin Jenkins 23. Tevin Jenkins, I would say, is the more ready okay. O-lineman okay. Uh, in this draft. Com- uh, if I were to compare these two guys, he's the more ready O-lineman. But Jackson okay. Carmen, I guess they, w- they believe he still has room to improve as a player. He's only 21. That's young, uh, 21. You know, 21. He's not 23. Yeah. So you have Jackson Carmen. Um, you know, they, got, they, signed, uh, they signed Reef in, from Minnesota on a one-year deal. So their old lineman has gone way better than last year, for sure. Uh, the question was, was Tevin Jenkins the guy for us? I think so. I'd like to think so. I would have liked to see him pick Tevin Jenkins, but they didn't. But then they, they you know, they helped their defensive tackles. They get Joseph Asai, White Hubert to, to help out with Trey Hendrickson. So their, their O-line and their de- defensive line gets a lot better. So I like the moves by the Bengals uh, in this year's draft, which was good. I don't know if you have anything else to say about your Steelers. They picked Najee Harris. They pick a bunch Najee of O-linemen. Harris. We picked a bunch of O-linemen. Because the ball, you guys couldn't move the ball last year. Exactly. I so I, our team's looking good. We still have one of the best uh, defenses in the league. Uh, obviously, the only, I'd say, weakness right now for us is obviously O-line. So you can draft a bunch of O-lines, but it doesn't mean yeah. that they're all going to play and they're all good, right? 
and they still got to get used to the system. And then obviously, Big Ben's a little old now. Big he's Ben's a little old, you know. Bit washed, maybe. We'll see. Hopefully, he's a bit washed uh, for this upcoming <laughs> season. That could help right. us. Out. I'm excited to see. We have to do a preview for yeah. the, the the playoff season. season. But uh, season, yeah. you say the playoffs? That's a bit no, far stretch. season. The, well, you know, for the Steelers, we're talking about playoffs here. But yeah, uh, we'll see but... too. <laughs> But um, I think there's nothing else to say about the draft. Uh, in my opinion, I liked all these picks that we talked about. Mm. Uh, if we have nothing else to say, we can move on. To something well, it happened. We'll stay in the, the NFL. Draft. Yeah, it happened we'll stay in during, the NFL story. Did it happen during the draft? Uh, the first. Yeah, I think it. Uh, the news came out. Well, about, uh, no, no, no. Well. No, the news came out before, and clearly we are talking yeah. about Aaron Rodgers. Exactly, yeah. Disgruntled with the Green Bay Packers, Eric. Disgruntled. I think this news came out before the draft, I believe. It yeah, did. right before, right before, yeah. Uh, where Aaron Rodgers reportedly does not want to return to the Green mm-hmm. Bay Packers for next season. He's apparently disgruntled with the front office, of course, reasons being that they drafted Jordan Love to uh, be his successor, and he didn't like that. But, of course, there was a report today that actually came out, Eric, where Aaron Rodgers uh, – was kind of mad that they cut wide receiver Jake Kumaro. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah, yeah, they cut him, and that was somewhat something that apparently, in quotation marks, drove Rogers nuts. And um, apparently, this was a wide receiver that Rogers was, who, oh, yeah. who who he liked a lot, and they cut yeah. him. So that really pissed him off as well. And apparently, he list <laughs> destination spots in case they were to trade him, and that entailed the Raiders, the 49ers, and the Broncos. Okay, Eric, I think the 49ers are no longer a no, possibility. They picked Trey, Trey Lance. Lance. Yeah. I don't think the 49ers are going to be pushing for Aaron Rodgers anymore. The Raiders, though, intrigues me a lot. Yeah, right? for sure. The, the Raiders, John Gruden, uh, they have Carr as their quarterback. I don't know if Carr is someone they're looking at for yeah. Derek Carr. Someone no, no. they trust to be in their future. Exactly. Aaron Rodgers could be an immediate help right now. And it for could sure. actually make that team competitive, Eric. I believe oh, so. The Raiders sure. could be a force mm-hmm. to reckon with if Rodgers were to be there. And then you got the exactly. Denver Broncos, of course. Aaron Rodgers could go to the Denver Broncos. Exactly. You know, Broncos. He made that team a playoff team for sure. Right away, they have really good wide receivers. He could do something with that team for sure. And it'd be, it'd be strange, you know, it just wouldn't make sense for me if the Broncos traded for him. Because no, they wouldn't, yeah. Because they it's, skip out on a QB, they miss mm-hmm. like they decide not to draft a QB, and then they they would trade for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, I like that would make even after saying that you had high praise for or not high praise, but you liked what you saw in Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. You said you had confidence in that group, mm-hmm. uh, and then you would do a trade for Aaron Rodgers. I, but I don't think, forget they they did something similar with Peyton Manning. Uh, they they yeah. took Peyton Manning when he was old, kind yeah. of pretty old, and then they won a chip with him. So yeah. For sure. They've done it before, so they've done it before. It's just the front office has said that you know they're they're happy with their group right now, yeah. and so if Fran Rogers were to get traded there, that'd be kind of exactly. like a knife right into the back to those exactly. guys. So right now the Raiders are looking like the best spot for me personally for Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. to go if that's one of his spots that he liked to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Raiders, I think, would be trending towards number one right now. Um, Eric, this isn't new to the Green Bay Packers. Obviously, the Packers drafted Aaron Rodgers when Brett Favre was still playing uh, in the first round. And so this is just a circle of life for uh, Aaron Rodgers, right? This is just a circle mm-hmm. of life. He gets drafted. He takes Brett Favre's spot in Green Bay. He becomes his successor. And now Jordan Love gets drafted while Aaron Rodgers is there. He's exactly. just a circle of life. It's coming back to him. But yeah. Eric, if Green Bay were to trade Aaron Rodgers – 
what what would that team look like next year? I mean, with Jordan Love at oh, the home, yeah, maybe as competitive as people think they would be. I don't. But they know. still have Devonte Adams. They have Devonte Adams, Aaron Jones, who's probably the yeah. best wide receiver in the league right now. I mean, they got Aaron Jones, Jones but, exactly. I mean, Aaron Rodgers was playing at an MVP type exactly. level last year, right? Well, MVP. He was, yeah, yeah, he was exactly. the best quarterback in the NFL yeah, last year, yeah. right? And Green Bay Packers, I mean, they had a great season, but they couldn't get it done. Exactly. And then you got you bring in a guy like Jordan Love, who's clearly not going to play uh, to the potential of Rodgers last year. Right? He's exactly, not going to yeah. play like an MVP like that yeah. at the first spot. So what can we expect from the Green Bay Packers if they were to tra- – I mean, okay. like if they were to imagine trading like Aaron Rodgers, what would this team look like? Would, I, I mean, think they, they still be a playoff team, but obviously closer to the 9-7, 6 team. But – they would still be very competitive because don't forget they're probably gonna get David Batiari. Like their O line is really good. Like yeah. every position is really. Oh, yeah. every, everything's really good. It's just now they're switching it out for. Uh, I mean, but it could the, be a huge difference. I mean, oh, all their positions sure, are sure. good, but the quarterback yeah. position is most important position. Yeah. Exactly. Right? And Aaron Rodgers, the MVP. If he were not to come back, I mean, the Packers went thirteen and three last year. Eric, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have to make a prediction about something, but. Maybe the Packers, I would say you. I don't know. You lose don't a guy forget, like Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love is good. I've, I've good. I always liked Jordan Love. I always thought he was better than like he he got drafted before. Yes, Dennis. I always thought he was better. And Jalen Hurts playing really well. So I don't know. Jordan Love. He hasn't played. I know. Um, he, he's he's good. I, but I think he's not gonna be. He's not gonna be playing MVP. Oh, for sure, for sure. Like Obviously like not. Rodgers last yeah. year. So what? Like the Packers went thirteen and three. I mean, it's unfair to say that. Right, like all oh, the Packers would be bad because he can't play at an MVP type level. Yeah, like there's yeah. no, there's no <laughs> doubt about it, yeah. which he won't clearly. So then you just gotta like expect like the Bears. They're getting better, you know. They they mm-hmm. they address the quarterback. They address their own line and yeah. uh, picking uh, Tevin Jenkins, who I really like. The Bears had a really good draft. Mm-hmm. They went eight and eight last year, using uh, Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky. Right. Yeah, so exactly. So, yeah. Could they be a team that's they, could they be a team that gets better next year? I mean, they went 8-8. Eight eight, their defense is good. I mean, they could be battling out with Green Bay for the top spot if Aaron Rodgers were exactly. to leave. if, yeah. I mean, you got the Vikings, uh, the Detroit Lions. I think they're still going to be there, the bottom dwellers on that team. The Vikings yeah. maybe can make a push, uh, but I don't know. Uh, they didn't really – I mean, they had a good draft, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that might be the uh, – Fundamentally, that might be the same team going into. But, yeah, next but the year. thing with Aaron Rodgers is, uh, I don't, you know, the Pat McAfee show. Yeah, you know Pat McAfee. Yeah, so I was watching watching the Pat McAfee show, and uh, one of his boys, I think his name is like AJ, is really tight with uh, Aaron Rodgers, and he was saying that like they're tre- they're just treating Aaron Rodgers like oh, shit yeah. over there, oh, like so sure. badly. Like when they drafted Jordan Love, they didn't even tell him mm-hmm. that they were going to draft. Oh my him. god, it was the Pat McAfee show. Remember. Yeah, exactly. Aaron Rodgers. If you didn't know this, Aaron Rodgers was literally on the Pat McAfee show before yeah. the draft. Yeah. Okay, and they were gonna talk to Aaron Rodgers after the Green Bay Packers pick yeah. to see how they liked the pick because yeah. obviously everyone thought they weren't gonna take a QB, right? Exactly. So yeah. they're gonna have Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, I'm in the show. Sorry. Um, and Pat McAfee, they had him on, and then they drafted Jordan Love. Exactly. Pat McAfee was like, oh my God, I cannot have Aaron Rodgers on the show after like, I don't know if we can ask him to be on the show. Obviously Aaron Mm -hmm. Rodgers did not return. um, Cause that was a huge shock. Like you said, they did not tell him and that's how bad it was. He went on, he was on a show. He was on a show when this happened and he could not return because he was so shocked. 
about the pick. Bro, they, they told uh, the Bears told Andy Dalton that they're going to draft Justin Fields. Yeah. The, the, uh, a Tampa told Tom Brady Tom that they're going to draft. But Aaron Rodgers, who's been there for what, 15 years at that point, and you don't tell him that you're drafting, and you trade up for a, a quarterback yeah. too. Like, come on. And then, plus, with the wide receiver, uh, Aaron Rodgers thought that was his third wide receiver. He was, yeah, he was hyping it up to the media, and then yeah. they just cut him, and then he, he gets picked up right away. Like, it's just, it's just tough. I don't know. For sure. He, he's definitely getting no respect there. And, uh, I mean, Bay. of course. And the GM, he's acting a bit surprised, I would say. He said that Aaron Rodgers has never come forward and communicate this disgruntledness oh, yeah. with me. Uh, so you can't really blame it on me, which is for, kind of a, lo- a, a load of bull, uh, yeah, a, a for, bullshit, I would say, Eric. For sure. Um, because you knew what you were doing when you drafted Jordan. Love. Oh, yeah. You 100%. knew what was going to happen. Yeah. You knew yeah. Aaron Rodgers would be pissed. So don't act yeah. shocked like he was going to be you know, yeah. just okay with it the next season. Just come in and be yeah. happy as hell. <laughs> And now this guy's acting like the, he's playing victim card right now, Eric, the yeah. GM, yeah. Uh, which he shouldn't be. You should take responsibility uh, responsibility for his decision to t- draft Jordan Love, for his decision yeah, to, to, to cut uh, Jay Kumaro. Yeah. Obviously, they are not communicating with Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. They're making yeah. these moves, and they're not talking to, to their yeah. QB, which is, which is a cancerous type of oh, yeah, for chemistry, sure. cancerous type yeah. of locker room you're, you're, yeah. you're creating doing this. But by the fact that they drafted Jordan Love was like, okay, well, we're ready for you to leave soon. And then he gets an MVP season and proves exactly. I'm wrong. So it just, it's really, it's very weird dynamic for sure. This could be huge, Eric. This could be a huge trade that could put, possibly go down in the NFL. Uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers leaving Green Bay, uh, Green Bay yeah. and Jordan Love taking the home. I mean, Packer fans, you have no one else to blame but your front office no one else to blame exactly. this is not aaron Rodgers' fault you know mm-hmm. don't blame it on aaron Rodgers. uh don't blame it on any other players don't blame on anything don't blame it on the draft blah, blah. Just, you gotta blame it on the front office exactly fair like shirt sure. aaron Rodgers getting old shirt sure. i mean he had an mvp season jordan yeah. love's gonna be the successor he's gonna be your qb no matter what even if aaron Rodgers stays blah blah, blah. Yeah. he's gonna be your qb of the future so but I mean, he's been so consistent too. Like even when they lost this season in the playoffs, he doesn't it throw interceptions. His, yeah, it wasn't his fault. Like no. he had a really good game. Yeah, and then they just they, that they decision the to kick the field goal. goal. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. like none of this is really his fault. Like he's played at MVP level. He's mm-hmm. been really consistent in the playoffs everywhere. He 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 hasn't talked. Like he's just done his job. Like he has he hasn't even been taught. Like he just d- does his job. That that was like probably one of the first times you ever uh, heard him talk. Like disgruntled. Oh yeah, right? Being, that was probably the first time. This so. is definitely, yeah, this is definitely a first for a lot of people to see Aaron Rodgers come out and be so public about a team because usually, exactly. he, like you said, he would always keep to himself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when he was the quarterback, uh, the Packers were good because that, they, that um, he was their guy. Mm-hmm. But now things have changed. Exactly. And, um, I don't know what to say about the Green Bay Packers, how this team would look without Aaron Rodgers next year. Yeah. Would, there be, would they be a team? Would they go 10-6? and six? Would they go... You know, nine and seven. You know, I don't. I don't know. know. Uh, yeah. Or or do they just go thirteen and three or something? I don't know. No, uh, no. it's hard to to say. For but sure. if they want, if they, if you guys think that the Packers go fifteen and one, blah blah, blah then you know, I doubt it because Jordan Love's not going to be playing at an MVP type level like Aaron yeah, Rodgers but, did last year, yeah. which the Packers went thirteen and three last year and did not mm-hmm. win the Super Bowl. So you know, don't expect higher than. Last year, I would say, yeah. if Aaron oh, Rodgers yeah. leaves, definitely expect yeah, for sure. <laughs> lower, a lot lower, for sure. Um, for sure. 
So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, we'll, we'll, we'll see yeah. what's coming in the next few weeks. Uh, what else comes out, you know, what else Aaron exactly. Rodgers says publicly. Until then, there's not much to say right now. There's not even, it's not even confirmed if he's, if he's going to be traded. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has said he's disgruntled, but he has also said today that he wants to be more, he wants to be signed to a long-term deal and he wants to be involved on the personal choices of the front office. That's right. what he said. So maybe there's a glimpse of hope for Packers fans. We'll yeah. have to see, but we got to move on uh, yeah. where we're going to actually move on from the NFL completely, Eric, and talk about the NHL, something we haven't yeah. talked about in a while. Yeah. Uh, the NHL, we're going to be talking about the Montreal Canadiens, Eric, who have won back-to-back games now against the Winnipeg Jets and the Ottawa Senators. Yeah. And Eric, those back-to-back wins now have put the Canadiens only two points back of the Winnipeg Jets for the third spot in the North Division. Yeah. Eric, as we know, the playoff standings, uh, how it works, it's one versus four, two versus three. Yeah. Right now on paper, the Habs would be playing the Leafs playing, and yeah. the Jets would be playing the Oilers. But... Mm-hmm. If Montreal in their last six games, Eric, somehow does better than the Winnipeg Jets in their last six games, okay. even though the Habs had the, the worst schedule, right? They have the harder yeah. schedule these last six games. They somehow can do better. The Montreal Canadiens could push for a third spot and could end up facing the Edmonton Oilers in the yeah, first that's what round. They want. Yeah, they might tell you right now. Yes, Eric, as a Habs fan who's been watching every game, I'll tell you right now, I would rather definitely face the Edmonton Oilers than the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, Just basically, Montreal Canadiens, Philip Deneau, you have to give a lot of credit. He's played Connor McDavid really well this season Mm -hmm. and Leon Dreisel. They have played those two guys really well. Obviously, their bottom six, Edmonton, nothing special, as we know, because they allocated so much money into those top two guys that their bottom six has not really done anything. But the Leafs, on the other hand, Eric have a really good uh, four lines that they can roll. I mean, yeah. they got veterans all over that line. Exactly. Nick Foligno, yeah. Jason Spezza, Joe Thornton. They got guys all over. Uh, yeah, they got bottom sure. six guys who, who are doing good. Alex Kerfoot's uh, stepping Wayne up Simmons, in his role. Yeah. Wayne Simmons. I mean, I do not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't rather face that team uh, than the Edmonton yeah. Oilers. I mean, you just want to talk about the power play alone. I mean, yeah, you're saying you want to play against Connor mcdavid and leon Dreisel on the uh, power play yeah i am saying that i'd rather <laughs> that than face austin matthews who has f- what 38 goals in 40 yeah, something yeah. games and He's mitch ridiculous. marner who i think is toronto's most consistent player that they've ever yeah, had like okay. on this team yeah, he's their most yeah. consistent player he's yeah. the guy who drives the offense talk yeah. about austin matthews yeah. scoring all these goals sure but mitch marner is the guy who drives this offense mm, fair yeah and then you got John Tavares, John Tavares. Morgan Riley. I mean, they, they can just stack that power play. Yeah. And obviously, the Leafs, I mean, we play Connor McDane, Leon Dreisaitl well. But for some reason, Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner, they still end up scoring against us. So I would take the Oilers. But Eric, these last six games for the Habs uh, include Toronto three times, Ottawa once, and then the Oilers twice. For the Jets, they face Ottawa twice. Calgary once, Vancouver twice, and then Toronto oh, once. Okay, so they definitely yeah. have the easier schedule. Exactly. Uh, Montreal right now, missing Jonathan Drouin, Thomas Tatar. Uh, I think Jonathan Drouin, the media has gone to him, Eric. He is on personal leave. Yeah. I, I think the that. media has gone to his head. Uh, he's taking a personal leave. I don't know when he's going to come back, but yeah. clearly he's going through some things. Thomas Tatar injury, Gallagher injured. Their team's not healthy right now, the Montreal Canadiens. Carey Price injured. Uh, their team's mm-hmm. not healthy. They're, this team's going to be better when they're fully healthy. 
just like last year in the playoffs when the Montreal Canadiens had their two months off and they faced yeah. the Pittsburgh Penguins healthy. I mean, they were they, they looked yeah, amazing. They're, they're so, yeah, they were well, really good. Thanks to the Vancouver Canucks and their COVID-19 uh, whole postponement, the Canucks have, I believe, a whole week where they face, um, where they have to fa- finish their season off. Yeah. And this is great news for Montreal. I mean, they can get some time off before the playoffs where that can help Shea Weber, who's dealing with an upper body injury right now. Carey Price. I mean, Shea Weber was Montreal's best defenseman in the bubble after he, that two months break, two month yeah, break, right? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people give that break for granted. You know, that's what really put this team over the edge to beat the Pittsburgh Penguins was that yeah. break, gave Carey Price time, and he was phenomenal. And then you gave Shea Weber, who's our Jeff, best defense. Jeff Petrie, Jeff Petrie too was really good in the bowl. Yes, Jeff, he, he Jeff Petrie some really too. Big and goals, of course, yeah. this season Shea Weber hasn't been playing uh, his usual self in the like his self in the bubble. Uh, he might have been playing injured with an upper body injury. I have no clue, but now he's out with an upper body injury. Thank God it's nothing to do with his feet or anything like that or his ankles. Yeah. But he'll be out. Let him rest. Let him recover. The blue line has looked pretty well without him, right? Pretty good without him uh, versus the Jets versus uh, uh, Ottawa. They've looked pretty good. Uh, even better, maybe, I would say, with Shea Weber in the lineup. But I don't know. Sure. Shea Weber at his best. We need him. And with this week break because of the Vancouver Canucks, I can give time for guys like Carey Price and Shea Weber to figure out guys who have been struggling this season. Uh, that that can give them time to figure out and return to their usual selves, hopefully. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Do you? What do you think? Like, obviously, I'll be honest. I don't really follow the Montreal Canes like that. I <laughs> not like I used to at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Because we haven't really talked about Montreal Canes, but. Yeah. From what I've seen from afar, Montreal Canes, they've been pretty good under Ducharme. Like they, they played pretty well. Um, I, I've I've looked at their statistics. Like obviously they've had a lot of injuries and things like that. Jonathan Drouin, not too sure. Like obviously we don't really know what, what happened there. It might be like a personal issue or if it's if it's if it is a media, you could kind of understand. He was a third overall pick, came to Montreal, Sergeyev, his hometown. Traded for Sergachev. Sergachev is playing really well for yeah. them. Won a cup over there, yep. and then Drouin's over here, like kind of like struggling middle a bit. Middle six forward, I would say. Yeah, he's exactly. Middle six forward. He hasn't turned into that top six forward. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's no bottom. But he six has. Forward. He has a talent though. Like, I mean, yeah, he does. Talent, like this. This guy, uh, I I believe, like, like in his third season, I think he had like fifty-one points in like seventy games, and then pulled up in the playoffs and put up numbers. Like, I mean, he he leads the team in assist, right? He's yeah. he. he but that's why I think he's getting his criticism is because people thought this guy would be able to score, right? Fair, they yeah. thought maybe this guy could be a 20-goal scorer because uh, he has the abilities to do it, Eric. He just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it might be a confidence thing playing in Montreal. It's really gone to yeah, his it's, head. It's a lot of pressure. Um, it's a lot of pressure. He does, he's not shooting the puck a lot. He, he does lead the league. I mean, the team in assists, clearly because he's passing mm-hmm. uh, the puck way too much, I believe. But um, Jonathan Drouin, I mean, I'm not going to dish on this guy. He's one of our best skilled forwards that we have mm-hmm. when it comes yeah. to, to hands and, and, and to passes and stuff like that. So he's an important piece, I believe, in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, we need this guy to be ready. Uh, compl- I need, we need him to play for this team when yeah. it comes playoff time. Uh, when f- everyone, I believe when everyone's fully healthy, Gallagher, I mean, the loss of Gallagher, I mean, yeah. people will take for granted. Oh, but Gallagher's so but big. Clearly Gallagher, yeah. I mean, just look at the stats without this guy. I mean, the goals for, the goals against, yeah, exactly. the, the shooting percentage, they've all gone uh down for the worse or up mm-hmm. for the worse and when he comes back he's gonna be that big leadership role yeah. again and and i think 
you know, they can get their lines going. And if, if Nick Suzuki keeps rolling hot like he is right now, even and Toffoli, Toffoli's really Toffoli pretty hard too, right now. And so, yeah, but Toffoli's been consistent all season. Suzuki yeah. has been up and down, but right now he's yeah. scorching hot. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully, you know, yes, Barry Kokinia, I'm seeing better things in Kokinia's 200 foot mm-hmm. game. I'm seeing he's turning better. You, you know, he's playing better defensively. He's, mm-hmm. he's taking responsibility in the neutral zone. And he, you know, he has a little jump offensively, mm-hmm. as we saw playing on the wing on the first line. So if he can come to play like he did in the bubble last year, I mean, the Canadians could be a dangerous team uh, come playoff time as exactly. long as they play to their potential, Eric. As long as yeah. they play to their potential. But I, I feel like it, uh, they just have to finish off these six games because if they can match up against Edmonton, that'd be so big for them. You, you if you can beat Edmonton and then go on to play oh, yeah. uh, Toronto, like, that's that's so big for like if you first round, knows, man, the you jet, have to play Toronto. the Winnipeg Jets facing the Toronto. Maple Leafs in the first round. I mean, let it yeah. that'd be a shootout. I'd let those two go at it. Exactly. I mean, hopefully it's a seven game series or something. Cause that, exactly, that'd be a long yeah. series. And hopefully one of those, those are two dangerous teams. So one of those teams get knocked out. I mean, it, it's great. But like you said, I think, you know, the Montreal Canadiens still down two points or no, was it two or it's two points? I said, I think so. Yeah. You said two points. You said two, two points. points. Yeah. Two yeah. points. I mean, it's still hard. It's still, mm. it's still, it's possible. But I'd say it's more unrealistic than possible, just based off these last six games. I mean, yeah. the, the strength of schedule for the Jets is way better than the Montreal Canadiens. I mean, we have to face Toronto three times, and we haven't, you know, played. Well, that Toronto might be helpful, though. That might be helpful to, to be able to see. Yes, if, of course. Yeah, you get a feel sure. for how they play. Exactly. And, you know, Montreal, you know, their, their, their best attribute to their game is their five-on-five play, right? They're, they're one of the best five-on-five teams in the league when it comes to expected right. goals yeah. on ice. And so, you know, the biggest thing playing these teams like Winnipeg, Toronto, Edmonton, the Montreal Canadiens have screwed themselves all season is because they're such a penalized team in this league. They lead the league in penalties taken. And you give, a, uh, you give Toronto a power play game, two power plays a game, Eric, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. I mean, you give these guys mm-hmm. a chance mm-hmm. to score. You give Austin sure. Matthews a sc- chance, five, you're going to lose. Oh, yeah, you, sure. you cannot take penalties against these guys. And that's a problem the Canadiens have been uh, – has been, that's a problem they've been facing all season. Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. And that needs to change. So, you know, we'll see. I would love, I would love Eric to face the Edmonton Oilers. Connor McDavid, yeah. Leon Dreisel, bring it on. Because yeah. I think Connor McDavid's biggest nightmare coming in the playoffs, Eric. You know who it is? It's Philip Deneau. <laughs> Philip Deneau. I'm telling you right now. Really? I have okay. watched every Edmonton game, and I'll tell yeah. you right now how Connor McDavid he gets easily frustrated playing Philip yeah. Deneau. Yeah. I mean. He he plays it. I mean that high stick on Cock and Yemi that he he you know he he got fined five thousand dollars. That all yeah. stems from playing against Philip Deneau and what he's able to do against superstars yeah. and how he's able to shut them down and how it aggravates them. Yeah, and Montreal's depth matches up really well against Edmonton because Edmonton, of course, other than their they have nothing else. They don't have much uh, other than their top two players, right? So uh, that's what I'm saying. I mean that's the difference between Edmonton and Toronto. Toronto is way more depth. Toronto is way more depth than Edmonton. Uh, but, you know, Oilers might have the two best players in the league. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll make the argument for Austin Matthews might be the, the second best player in the league at this point. We don't know. He's playing mm-hmm. like it. He's scoring like crazy. So mm-hmm. uh, just, you know, we'll see the Jets playing bad right now. I think they've lost six in a row, Eric, five in a row or something like that. They are not so, playing good. Hopefully yeah. that that can continue. Um, exactly. Hopefully uh, they, they just totally sink these last six games and they can face the Leafs the first round because I do not want to face the Leafs the first round. Even though I'm no. confident in the Montreal Canadiens when it comes to playoff time, I know a lot of people are saying, you know, up and down, they're up and down. 
I, I don't think it matters when it comes to the Montreal Canadiens during the playoffs. I mean, the regular season, sure, you know, they can beat the Winnipeg Jets one day and then the next day they'll lose to Ottawa Senators. Yes. Sure, they're inconsistent <laughs> as hell like yeah. that. But when it comes to a playoff matchup, that doesn't matter anymore because you're facing mm-hmm. that one team. If you, mm-hmm. you need to learn how to play that team and that's it like that. Yeah, yeah. For the sure. worst thing for me to see in the playoffs, Eric, is if the Montreal Canadiens were inconsistent as much as they were in the regular season and against the yeah. Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, yeah. If they come out one, let's say game one, they come out totally dominant and then game two, they just... They just totally lose their sense. They totally lose uh, their ability to play the puck, uh, which is their strength uh, in the neutral zone, especially the speed. If they totally lose that and teams counter it, I don't know. We've seen the inconsistency inconsistency before this season. I just hope it doesn't continue into the playoffs, which I believe it won't is what I'm saying when this team's fully healthy. So hopefully, I mean, that week off, like wait, I said. Wait, how, how far back is Vancouver to Montreal? They're done now. We don't even have to talk about Vancouver. No? Not Vancouver's Calgary, done. Calgary's, Calgary's done. It's okay, over. Fair. Those two are, the playoffs are set, Eric. Okay. It's those four teams are a lock, and that's okay, it. It's, it's about seeding now. So it's about seeding, basically. Okay. Unless Edmonton, or the Habs somehow, uh, somehow go 0-6. The Habs go 0-6. Uh, it's bad. Um, okay. I think oh, the Habs yeah. here just need to go, yeah. you know, I've, I think it's over for the, the Calgary. Like, I think they just need one win here, and it's a lock or something. I think it already is a lock, but mm-hmm. if they win tonight, I think it's over. It's officially done for Calgary, I think, okay. uh, in my opinion. That's basically it. Habs actually play the, uh, the Leafs tonight, but you won't see this episode till Wednesday, so we'll find out what happens. And then, yeah, that's going to be the end of the story. So it's going to be exciting stretch of six games here. Oh, and in sure. the season, playoffs are going to start. Montreal is going to be returning to the playoffs. Uh, knock on wood, hopefully, until, unless they go 0-6. They'll be returning yeah. since the playoffs <laughs> last year where they upset the Pittsburgh Penguins. Hopefully, we'll see what happens this playoffs. Big ups, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully. Cross the fingers. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, once again, thank you for listening thank to you. the Shimon Zang Show. Uh, we thought we had to cover the NFL draft, and that's what we did. And then we talked a little Habs and end it off like there. So once again, thanks again for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week for episode 19 of the Shiv and Zang show until then we'll see you next week. Peace.